what's happening everybody this is absolutely alphas this is tone and this is trina and it is time it is time for the podcast of <laughs> absolutely alphas that was that was pretty that was a pretty good accent i like Thank that i'm thinking excellent. about getting an intro didn't get too much feedback from y'all but um i don't know somebody did say british accent but two people said this, uh, I, I, just us i, I think i thought all the answers I saw said us. Yeah. <laughs> I thought all the answers said that. And the one person that did say the British accent was a white guy. <laughs> <laughs> but he cool, though. He cool. Was it Mark? Shout out to Jake. No, his name is Jake from State uh, oh, Farm. Oh, shoot. <laughs> and his name is Jake. I mean, that's what we call him, too. Jake from State Farm. Oh, my goodness. But shout out to Jake. He got the illest moonshine. Um, But, yeah. yeah so. Yeah. Shout, shouts to you for this uh Blanket that you're wearing around the crib door, <laughs> wearing around the stew session. Shout out the door to explore. <laughs> um, I mean, then she came to the door looking like a general from an army. Yes, with the with the cape on. I had it on as a cape. I wear it as a cape around the house. It makes me feel powerful. <laughs> and she is powerful with that cape. Yes, because and it floats, flows. In right, the it's, like, and I walk. it's like flowing around the crib, and like she's like commanding shit. Turn the corner, like. Whoosh. Right. You see it when I'm when you can't see me. Then, the then you, you like still you, see you, the you, you right and you cloak out. You know what I mean. Cloak you're out. doing hero- heroic shit like like you're you're attacking with the cloak. The cloak. It's, it's important. It's huh? important to have a cloak when you're attacking. Yeah, I'm gonna get more made. With, you you uh, should fire and maybe maybe gold. I like gold. I used to like silver, but I like gold now. Yeah, okay, okay, gold, the gold. Okay, gold. Okay, the, the gold. The gold is going on you. Okay, golden corral. <laughs> oh my goodness, man. <laughs> All right, you have a good week. Always got to ask you how it's, you been. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> What's been happening with you at, at the house? Oh, it's, it's, I mean, you know, as as many of you who are closer to me know, uh, there's an, a current and, <laughs> influx and, of and, population. And, and recent uh, change in the living situation <laughs> where uh, both... most Negro. <laughs> <laughs> both, both sister, both little sister and cuzzo. And and, and, little and and baby cuzzo, we're we're all in a living situation currently. And it's a big house, though, so it's a, it's a large house. You know, everybody has their own space. Yes, yeah, it, luckily it's big enough for everyone. But like, I I feel like I'm the main attraction yep. <laughs> for for everyone. Yes, um, no, but everybody wants to be in your room. Look <laughs> 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 at that fire stick. There, there, there was there was a lot of space in the house until like you know. <laughs> But then I'm there, so there's not that much space because everyone comes to me. Yep, we um, love you. <laughs> I love y'all too. So it, it, you know, it's it's been an adjustment. I'm still getting calibrated. Um, it, it, I'm hardly there, so it's not like that big of a deal. Um, that's cool. Yeah, it's, it's I mean, you know, I, I mean, having all the family around like it has its good purpose. It's it's, it's fun. Time. I mean, I, I I got regular, you know, I got regular workout people now, so. A lot of y'all that has been bluffing on working out with me, saying y'all want to be trained and all that. A lot of y'all that's bluffing. I got peeps now that's about it, you know? Yes. Like, show enough. Yes. That that are easily accessible to me, and I will use them for those purposes. And I will use them for purposes of business. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm going to get them right, though. You know, yes. if I get Val right. I mean, sky has a limit. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. she, cause she, well, you know, because she's she's that personality. She can go out there and, and stun on anybody. Mm-hmm. She she got her. She told me, yeah, my my class reunion coming up in a year and a half. Oh, she got more than enough time to get right. Right, and and, if, and, if, right. and and you know what I mean? She she pull up to that reunion like tight, looking like a fitness model and shit. 
it'll be over. My my whole your, your my, whole career my whole career would be done at that. Make point. sure you take them before pictures, though. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Okay. Well, she already got them. Okay. You know, what I mean, she got enough before pictures, so the after pictures. You gotta take the you gotta take the picture that chicks be taking with the sports bra and their belly hanging out and they shoes <laughs> and, <laughs> right. and some fitness pants. Yeah, got got to, got to accentuate the belly. Accentuate the caricatures. But yeah, that's what's up. Yes. I, um, I had a good week too. My bad for not asking, but of course. You don't care about c- my c- life. Continue. I, 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 I care. Okay. Uh, shout out to this. J- Jesus loves you. Kappa. No, he don't. <laughs> so he do. Shout out to Jesus. Happy Easter. Um, <laughs> Resurrected Sunday. He is In the risen. building. He is risen. He is here. We believe. Amen. But uh, also a party last night down uh, Granby Street. Shout out to the Kappa party. Shout out to Floss. Williams. Um, he's one of the leaders of the pack. It was dope. Drank a little bit too much too early. Left, <laughs> left a little early. Oh shoot! But uh, it was fun. It was dope. What? What, nice what were the? Okay. What were the three drinks you had? I had a Long Island. Okay. I had a rum and coke. Okay. And I had another rum and coke. And then I wanted a beer. But I drank like three sips, and then I was like, "I need to leave. <laughs> <laughs> this is too much." <laughs> but she, the, but the, but the rum and cokes. It wasn't even a whole rum and coke. It was like half. Right. So it was a Long Island rum and coke, half rum and coke, and like three sips of beer. Mm-hmm. It was just a mix of everything, I guess. I thought when I when I did a Long Island, I could go either way, <laughs> you know. But oh, I did have three shots of Crown because the little little uh. Not little, but the female that uh, I work with, she came in and she was turned up, <laughs> like, all the way. So she was like, give me a shot of Crown. And I was like, no. She was like, yes. Yeah, like, she said, yes, yes. I was like, no. yes. I was like, well, okay, I guess I have to now. <laughs> she, she, I shouldn't have told her little ass I had a tab open. Right. She, like, peer pressured me into taking it. I, I, didn't, I wasn't even ready to go that far that soon, you know? Right. And then right. she's like, come to my car. Me, I have some liquor in my car. And I'm like, <laughs> what is happening? And I'm like, I can't. Don't call me out. You know, I'm the. Right. I have red star tatted on my chest. Like, don't, don't call me out. Like, you know what I mean? I had to do it, so I go out there. So I go out there and I take two trunk shots of crown, and she somehow kept chilled. In oh her God. truck, in the this, heat. This shit was chill, man. Yo, it was chill. Damn, man. Crown Royal Black chill. So that might be the, that might be where it went wrong. What the hell is going on, man? And then proceeded to go back and take get rum and coke. <laughs> so yeah, it was too much of a mixture, and I hate when that happens. Yeah. But it was fun. It was a nice environment. I saw the guy from the news with the big eyes, the black guy does the weather. Um, I, I thought I saw him on stage. Was he emceeing? He probably did emcee. Okay. It was a dope environment though. Some pe- nice people there. Right. Um. Yeah, so on the side sidebar, I came late after she left. I had some honeys I was going to introduce you to. <laughs> some oh, honeys, shoot. some honey dips. <laughs> next next time I'm going to like, and especially in a place like that, I'm going to sit away from everyone, like 
in like the darkest corner, like up, like upstairs. They had a good like area for that. That's what we said at first. Right. So, but I'm I'm gonna like while well, I'll be sitting up there like on the throne, like and like looking down the peasants. Right. You exactly. know what I mean? Like That's in in the darkness and like you know and then like if anyone like anyone that you want to introduce me to, like you just kind of bring, bring them up. Bring them to my castle. <laughs> bring them right. to the higher part. There will be like mist and like you know things coming from my like my chair. It's gonna be dope. So <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> Are you going to bring the mist with you, or will it be there already? It, no, right. It's the mist is going to be there because I'm sitting there. Oh, did you know that it's the door upstairs where the pool tables are in that restaurant leads to the Norva? Did you know that? I did not know that. I did not know that either. The Norva, like, that's crazy. Right. Oh, you know what? But that that it's makes right sense. Right in back of it. Well, and it's just like something that I'm being recently reminded of is Granby is parallel to Monticello. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. That, that makes a lot of sense, actually. And, um, so it was this, it was a bunch of, like, hipster Caucasian college kids on the steps. And I'm like, why are you guys on the steps? I was like, is there not enough room up there? Are you, I like, is there a portal up there I don't know about? So she's like, oh, waiting on the concert. And I'm like, concert? They're having a concert with a pool table? I didn't ask any more questions after that. Right. But, um... I heard that our waiter, because we went upstairs, we sat and had drinks upstairs before everybody got there, and I heard the waiter talk, I was like, so, the concert's going on upstairs, or there's there's a portal? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said, there's a portal, and it leads to the Norva. <laughs> I said, oh, that makes so much more sense. He said, when you, when you go, I think when you come here, when you go there first, you get to be seated like 15 minutes earlier or something, mm-hmm. and there was a concert that was about to happen. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, so shout out to that. Um, I want to give a shout out to Lakia Nicole. Check out LakiaNicole.com. Absolutely. And that's L-A-K-I-A-N-I-C-H-O-L-E. Yeah, the H. The H is very important because she, she's competing with like... <laughs> Another Lakia Nicole. Right. With that, I don't even know if that's a blogger, but... She has a that, that H is important because it, it'll... The, the site will still pull up. If you don't pull an H up, shout out to it'll be a, a whole different person. Yeah. So, she won our sitcom segment and she was rewarded... So, uh, you can check out our Alpha's Explain page. She found that shit immediately. Like, I feel like, I feel like she pulled, like, she found that shit as the show was going. And in case you don't know, it was the Gordon Cartrell episode of The Cosby's where he, where Denise made him that messed up yellow shirt. So, shout out to, uh, what's Theo Hustable. Oh my goodness. (laughs) But yeah, that was the, that was the episode of The Cosby's that we played last week. So, we're about to give you this week's episode clip. So, sit tight. Listen and enjoy. Absolutely. This isn't the first time I felt like me and Keith just weren't on the same page. I mean, have any of you noticed that he can be, I don't know, aloof? Distant? Blase. Zombie-like? Doll is a box of rocks? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Let's do it again! Go! Aloof! Distant? Blase. Zombie-like? Doll is a box of rocks! <laughs> All right, hope you guys enjoyed that. Make sure you submit your entries uh, Wednesday, tonight. You're listening to it now. Let us know right now. Go to our Alphas Explain page, Absolutely Alphas. You can go to our Instagram page. You can email us, however you see fit to do so. Uh, Just make sure you get those submissions in. The first person to guess it correctly will get a prize, just as our past guests have. Thanks again for your support and participating. And now back to you, brother. <laughs> Something else that you want to do is our uh, call-in feature that we have. That that we kind of have. So the way you can call in during the show is 
by going to the Outfits Explained page on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so right now, you, you can speak about anything that we're Do discussing. It. Do it. Just keep the page open while, while the, the show is playing on your phone. The um, So you can have your browser playing this. While you're on Facebook, you know, you can keep the browser will continue to play as you're multitasking your apps. It shouldn't matter what kind of phone or apps you have. And uh, get up there and, and, you know, put in your two cents. Say what you got to say. Do it. Do a whole 25 cents. Go all out. Ball go, out. Go out. Ball out. You know, I, I, we need more than two cents, really. Like, you know, give me a dollar worth of your opinions, yo. Give me you know, a dollar fifty. All that money. All the change. All the spare change. <laughs> what you looking at, y'all? Just Facebook people. All the all the Easter outfits F- in America. Facebook people. I just I just recently saw an episode of, of South Park that had cra- it was about crab people. Did you see the crab people episode? Um, that sounds familiar. I may it, have. Like, they actually they had a cult like a like a um what's it what's it called when you keep um saying something over and over again like repetitive. a repetitive. Yeah, like you know it was like a ritual. That, well, what's it called? Like an, chanting. A, a, it was a chant. They were crab people, crab people, <laughs> crab people. And they were like human beings that like had exposed themselves. Like they took off their human skin. Oh yeah, I did see and, like, that. And like crab, crab pe- came people out. came out. I did see that. And like, it's like, who thinks of this shit? <laughs> like, who? See, I know they be high. <laughs> you know, you got like it. Drug they, shit. Right. <laughs> South Park, Spongebob, Men and Stimpy. Those are your like drug Red, cartoons. I like Men and Stimpy though. Beavis and Butthead. Uh, is it I so? Really let, let me let me get more consensus on this. So, do Saturday morning cartoons come in come on anymore? Yeah. I, I've, I've, under, I've heard from two sources that they don't. No, Cartoon Network is not going to count. We're not going to count Cartoon Network. Nickelodeon. Um, or Nickelodeon because you know those are channels that have cartoons fairly regularly. So no, they don't. I'm not on regular network TV. On regular network, the Saturday morning cartoons actually because your, your best Saturday morning cartoons used to come on network TV. Yep. Like I'm talking about, like X Men, Spider Man, yeah, the MC um, Hammer cartoon, Silver Surfer, yeah, the, Winnie know, the Pooh, Tom and Jerry, right, all that you know, and Animaniacs. Animaniacs. Oh, I used to love Animaniacs. I, I watched Animaniacs. Okay, coming up, I watched oh, Animaniacs all week, though. I like, watched Animaniacs. Me, too. I, I, I didn't have to wait. I had to watch that Saturday morning. And Darkwing Duck and DuckTales. And, and then, like, this, oh. then, then the cartoons that came on throughout the week, it was, like, I don't know, Dale, like, the, 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 the newer or fresher or better episodes still came on on, the, on Saturday morning, though. Mm-hmm. Like, the fuck is going on, Like, man? the freshest ones. Like, the, right. all the once a week ones. Man, Gargoyles. Yeah, um, I remember Gargoyles. Uh, Chip and Dale. Chip and Dale. Um, the MC Hammer joint. Do you remember t- MC Hammer? I, I, oh, Bobby's World. Bobby, I, Bobby's World. Bobby's World. Come on, man. Come on now. Come can on, can I get an amen? Tailspin. Um, Darkwing. Oh, Tailwing Duck. Darkwing, Tail, yeah, Tailspin. Darkwing Duck. Peter Pan, Aladdin. Oh my God. Um, all that. Everything. It was, damn, man. Reboot. Someone just reposted reboot like on on this comment page I follow. Look, I put the people on Google, and the first thing that is. Do, do people, people eat, eat roosters? roosters? Google need to stop. Did, uh, when you do your searches, y'all, do them slow to see what... <laughs> see, it's going to show you the, the top one. So that means people have Googled the most, do people eat roosters? Do people eat roosters? All I did was type, do people and eat roosters? Do they? Let me see. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, they do. And if, now, if, this is how everyone gets... It is illegal I mean, to eat roosters. It's illegal. That's the first thing that comes up. I mean, you can buy Cornish hens... In the in the, the the market now, I want to eat a rooster. God, I'm sure a rooster is more healthy than chicken. Right. 
So they like the bosses, right? <laughs> I'm sure that's like one of your, your best kinds of meat you can eat. <laughs> like I'm gonna go get a I'm gonna find week. one of them shits and eat it right away. So what we're here to discuss today is um uh, something that touches home for both of us here because neither one of us have kids. Would we be more or less successful? With um, them. I mean, with them, with kids. Um. You know, who's to say I, I have the reference experience I have really are just the family members and people I know um, who have used their kids as um, a springboard or something to, to propel them into success or greater success or people who use them as um, their crutch or their excuse. Yeah, and it, it goes both ways. I feel like. It goes both ways. And I think um, I've seen where it gets people out there grinding more that probably wouldn't have grinded. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> especially men that got to pay their child support. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get into the gender we'll differences We'll get into the gender differences later. Yeah, but it definitely is an accelerant. And I think that the people that use it as a crutch, they use it as a crutch in social scenes and situations. But I still think they're grinding. You know, I still think that because you have to. Once you have this, once you give, you know, once you have a human baby child. Baby, babies? <laughs> baby child. And you, that you look at, you look into their eyes and you held them for nine months. And they depend and can rely solely on you. Like, that's, that's motivating. You know, I would imagine... If I looked at it a little piece of me, it would make me just want to do everything that I could to make their life as easy easy as possible. Right. You know, and the people who don't grind that have children are shit people. <laughs> and, you know, they probably had children, like I said before, for the wrong reason. They probably maybe resent the child. They wanted to keep the man around. The man didn't stay around because you can't make a man stay with a baby, dummies. But, you know, they tried. and <laughs> But but give them an A for an effort. Yeah, give them an A for effort, you know. Give and, But, you know, so that there may be some mixed feelings with that child. Not everybody is a good parent, unfortunately. But, um, I mean, so that's how I feel. How do you, I mean. Um, so we'll provoke, well, one of the many things that provoke this discussion or this idea. And um, especially more recently was this segment. Where you spoke about the garage. I'm going to call it the, the garage segment. Okay, garage. Because. You, I remember. Yeah, because you were heated about people who get like the, the free public housing. But Shorty had a house with a garage. Mm. And it's like, dang. How Man, she, like $45. Because most people in section. I know in section they have like apartments. But you don't see too many motherfuckers section with a garage. So. A whole that, house, like detached. That so that 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 was a no, but that was a good point to make because you said well these people are not really doing anything with their time that they have been allotted because they don't have to work a full time job to mm-hmm. survive, like the rest of us. Um, so these are the shit people that I'm referring to. <laughs> so the but the question raises and the, and the question that I present to you personally um, or to anyone who may be upset because. You know, you feel like you're not getting the, the, the help that from the government that these people are who aren't doing shit with their lives. These people usually have children. And if you don't have children, are, are you willing to put up with the stress of a child 
Um, because, it, you know, the, these people who, you know, that we're speaking about are usually stressed out with their kids. I feel like. I feel like, I feel like these are people that, that are usually stressed out. Mm-hmm. So, could you deal with the stress and time of having a child and continue to pursue and be a more successful person, pursue the things that, that you are? You know, all of your visions and dreams and things besides your job that, that you really want to do. Would you really be about that mob? If you were if you were being boggled down with the stress of a child, I mean, what do you think, sis? You know about that? Um, I still think yes. I think that would because uh, I think it's a and and this I don't want to bring it up too early, but I'm speaking from a female perspective because you know we're the ones that have the babies, and I think and you know if if you have a baby and you're keeping that child, you have to provide for it. You know, and if if you are in a situation where you do need assistance, you know, I don't think that the good parents that stops them from grinding and, and getting a, wanting a comfortable future mm-hmm. for their child, right. because you're not going to get a comfortable future just by being just by, you know, always relying on the government. You know what I'm saying? Because you're just going to always rely on the government, you right. know. Hey, just as a quick side note. There, there was one shorty that I used to rap two years ago. That um, she seemed like a really sweet girl. Like she was from Carolina, you know. There, there's the myth that mm-hmm. um, that you know the the fellas and I usually discuss. Like if you get a girl from the south, you get like a good, nice, sweet girl from the south. Mm-hmm. She seemed like a really sweet girl. You know, she was, she was, she was you no know, decent in the, in the looks department as well, which is always a you know rare to see with like a sweet girl. But you know, looking like. Listen to us speak right now about this topic. She was probably like uh, just a little rat for real little because body, body. because um, because you know <laughs> her her plan with me was like we were both into fitness and I think I remember you telling me about maybe I did so she just wanted to just you know be training under the table mm-hmm. and just living somewhere on Section A. You keep saying A, it's eight. I don't, whatever. Do you know that it's eight? I, 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 I heard you say I, eight I, earlier. Probably. I, like, I might have I, misheard him, but now I think you're saying I, eight. I, I'm, I, alpha? A, right? A, a is probably more appropriate for the show. So, <laughs> so she wanted to live on section eight. Okay, you still, okay, that's cool. So, whilst we were just making money under the table. Okay, whilst. And... Looking back, it was a terrible plan. <laughs> well, I, I never got with her on it, and and right. she and you know she ultimately like stopped fucking with me after that. Like when I didn't want to do it, mm-hmm. like since I didn't want to get her her thought shit, <laughs> you know she she know what I mean she um that that was it for her. And um I mean I you know but maybe she you know I don't know maybe 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 she wasn't as much of a thought as I thought because it's like realistically, women trainers are going to be more successful you know the, the fitness industry is really going to be that that's that's the woman's realm for real because it's about physical appearance and physical beauty so that that's going to be the realm that that's going to be more a lot more marketable for like you know for for for, uh, for the females there um and she likely would have been more successful than me like just just especially just starting out just from a, just from a marketability standpoint um that's the hardest part of of, of the whole personal actual personal physical training thing when you're training people face to face is the marketing of it that's mm-hmm. the most difficult part so she would already had the head up on that 
probably she probably would have been the breadwinner. But it's it's interesting that whole whole another sidebar. But anyway, it's interesting that that you you know you just made me think about that. Yeah. That she she actually wanted to like really like and then it's like I, and then what would what would have came of that you know right how um, would that have went down um how would you divvy that up I mean perhaps the plan would have been that we just would have you know built the empire and. You know, came up out of the section eight, eight, eight eventually, right? <laughs> uh, maybe that's you know, who's to say? It, it at the time it just seemed really thotty to me, and I just wasn't trying to get with it, you know. Yeah. But I, you know, who who knows how that could have turned out? Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah. What you this, got? Um, this article that I'm looking at now is the CNBC. It's interesting, uh, and it talks about like the Office SmackDown and how it is in the office for a few people that have children. It's called Parents versus Childless Workers. And a lot of childless employees are complaining regarding how there are all these uh, stipulations or, or programs and, and things in place for families and, you know, you know, leave and stuff like that. And right. they, fa- they face backlash if they, you know, they're left getting all the weekend hours and doing all the work because they don't, they're right. expected to. Right. Because... They don't have families, you know. Right. So it says here, um, you know, this family-friendly policy that help parents spend more time with their kids can be unfriendly to those without kids if the child's co-workers are left handling all the weekend trips and more last-minute business trips that moms and dads couldn't do. So um, so this professor, this professor, Ellen Ernst Kosick, a professor of management, at Purdue University said she thinks it's important to support families, but it's also about supporting people. Um, experts note that many people, parents, are not fear that asking for a flexible schedule will hurt their careers, and that fear is justified. When parents leave to work, coach their child's soccer team, or choose a position that makes it easier to pick up the kids from school on time, they can easily pay a price. So, I mean, the argument here is if you, you're going to you're going to face that fear whether you're um you have kids or not i think mm-hmm. because if i want to take off to like one of the thing one of the things that reference somebody that well if i want to run a marathon and i want to take off to prep for that you know am i i could face backlash for that if mm-hmm. i want to you know do some training or take some courses or you know what i'm saying well i think one of the points that are being made here is in our society kids are the more noble excuse yes so, I'm an athlete. I take my sport and my uh, contributions to helping other people be f- more fit very seriously. And it, I mean, it is it is my child, so to speak. So, um, it just in general, if I speak about like why I'm not able to to do anything as an excuse, you know, or the, the excuse I have for it, well, you know, I gotta. You know, I I can't really catch up with y'all. Like to go to this event to do what y'all are doing. You know, what I mean, you you going to like a, a dessert expo or something? Like I can't really get with that because you know, what I mean, I'm trying to stay in shape. <laughs> then it's like you know, like my my excuse doesn't sound as noble as oh I gotta go home and like you know, cause cause my babysitter's running out or whatever. Yeah. Like whatever, you know, what I mean, it's it's like the kids are the most noble excuse you can use for anything in in life. Right. It's like um. And it, but it, and and I, I feel what they're saying like instantly as soon as you read the head like the the opening paragraph like I felt that mm-hmm. I like felt that's, too. like you know right away 
And another thing in references that I see is interesting. It said women are utilizing these policies. They're paying a price. Um, but it's it looks like the dads, on the other hand, researchers found there can be a quote-unquote daddy bonus, particularly for highly educated white men who are fathers, leading to higher earnings. So, as I've passionately discussed in this show before, my me being an athlete, especially... During any training camp period where a fight is coming up or I think a fight may be coming up, you know, it gets real. And, you know, I, I can't get with motherfuckers and a lot of shit, you know, and that, that people may feel like I'm just just being uh, a diva about it. I'm just acting like I ain't got time. Like, and it's not even like that. Like, it's, it's for real. Like, it's it's hard to, like, really fit things in if, living life as an athlete. Like, you know, pe- people who feel like or may think that I'm... <clears throat> my time management is bad. Like none of these people are athletes. <laughs> like you know, so there there have been times where uh, I was working in another office job a while back, and because I was regularly eating apples and salads in the cafeteria, a very frequently asked question from females in the job, and I, I couldn't tell if, if maybe this was their way of flirting. I I, I don't know. But a very frequently asked question is, or it used to be, maybe not so much now because I think that the health industry is, is taking over more and more. But back then, a big thing was, well, if you're dating a girl, does she have to eat like that? Like, chicks don't even know me. Right. You know, if you're dating a girl, does she have to eat like that? And I don't know if they're asking me that as a reference point or because they, they was trying to see what's up. I, I never figured it out. You know, I was also, like, shy back then, too, so... So what was your answer? Probably some cap, some opportunities that I, I didn't capitalize on. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I'm looking back. Looking back, but um, anyway, my answer would be um. You, you I, answered yes if you hesitate. Uh, my <laughs> my well, it, it's it, 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 it's it's there's semantics because they're like okay, well you know would the would the women you're dating have to eat like you? And I'm like, well, if we're if we're dating, then I'm, I'm not going to care how she's eating. They ain't got nothing to do with me. She ain't gonna want her to be coming home with McDonald's and shit, right? See, and see, but that's that's the thing that that you're that you're going to as well. Like, so you're saying you don't, you ain't gonna want her to be coming home with this. Like, then you talking about living with a chick. That's not dating anymore, to me. Right. You know, okay, at, at that right. at that point, you know, by, by the time you live together, you you're in my mind, you're basically married. You know, so at that point, it's like okay, if if I'm if I'm with the chick, with the chick. Yeah, she she needed she needed to be on board. Um, <laughs> I mean, straight like that. Um, straight th- up, she th- need to be on board. And this may even speak to the importance of commonality to make relationships more functional, because uh, people use also their relationships, just like their kids, as excuses as to why, um, especially for fitness. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's it, you know. Again, in the industry, that was something I commonly heard. Well, you know, y'all got to get with the wife, do this, or um, my my boyfriend's complaining about me not, uh, you know, not spending as much time with him because I've been training with you, um, or or the kids, of course. Is that's that that was a very commonly used excuse, and the importance of commonality because we um we're not. We, 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 I mean, we, we expect people to grow, like, you can grow into each other, so you can grow and develop, and together. the the person, you know, and, and as long as, as, as long as, I, I guess as long as your growth goals are similar, 
long as the plan is to grow. As as long as the plan is to grow, but as long as you, you know, as long as your growth plans are similar. So like, as long as as both of you intend, you know, to get in shape. As long as both of you intend to, if, if both of you have say, uh, career goals that uh, can help each other, that can help each other grow. Mm-hmm. Um, then. You know, it's, it may not be it's up to It's going to be natural. It, you know, right. Because I, I, I was, well, I just I just kind of had a live moment where I'm, I'm thinking about, okay, well, a lot of people want someone to already have their shit together. I feel like, you know, a lot of times, um, unfortunately, I got to say, and especially women, they want a guy that already has, has it all, mm-hmm. you know, and I think what's more important for all of us to look for in relationships is just that commonality of, of goals where like like the goals can can grow together yeah. and, and, and into each other mm-hmm. um w- whether either one of y'all really have it all or not but um i still think it's wrong like w- when you want like m- material things to be equal like so like if, if you have a house and a car so like you're not going to mess with someone unless they have a house and a car you know or like you know some some chicks be like well i'm not going to mess with a guy if, if my car costs more than his you're still thoughts for that. I don't care what you say, straight like that. But um, but you know it is important to um, you know, like with the kids things. Like I, I think a lot of times parents are attracted to each other because um, you know it's it's it's, it's more relatable and it's it's easier for them to grow into each other. Um, go ahead. My bad. Yeah. Right. Um. I don't think they're thoughts for that because we talked about that before. Well, I mean, really, my, my car costs more than yours, though. No, I'm not. You that, didn't say that. No, that. You didn't say that. I, I just, I just said that you weren't listening to me. You I, said I, I got no. a car in the house, so you got to have a car in the house. That's what you said. That, you ain't said a car in the house. That, that was that was one of the examples. Right. But right. I mean, so right. Okay. So yeah. I don't think that's what makes a person a thought. It. it if I mean, if, if 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 the home, if the dude, like I said, as long as you have commonality in your goals, if if the dude is living with roommates and you already got your house, that that I don't think that's that's a good measurement of like. That's not bad. Your, I wouldn't your, think your, your commonality. I don't. They at least got. But if I if I'm if I, you we have to be on the same playing field, and you know what I mean. So. Super su- su- super sidebarring. <laughs> right, owning your own house. I mean, not owning your own house, but. Being living independently is what I gather from you saying having not living with your mom or living with your parent. No, is but, having your but, own. but there, there are people and and there are men that'll do it too. There there are men that are like, well, I got a house, so shorty you ain't got a house. What's up? You know what I mean? Type shit. Yeah. And I'm not gonna make it gender specific because I I've heard about guy, men doing the same thing. I don't think. And and, don't I, think. and I and I don't think that's right. Okay. Like I, I got a house, so you got roommates. You know, right. I know you don't think you, it's right. I'm just saying I disagree. We don't have to keep talking about it. All right, it's cool. Okay, so the next point I want to make it is going. We're going to. Is it okay to get into the gender thing now? Um, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, um, in our pre-discussion, we always have we always have a discussion, my brother and I, before we do the show, and I brought up, you know, that the grind may be harder for women, but the, there is a grind for men too because. Of the whole child support factor, you know. Yeah. So if you got the men out there that have the cot, to have the child, and you know things don't work, the women out here that have the child and the things don't work out, and they separate, you know, and the woman's like, okay, you're not helping. I have to force you to help me, or whatever the case may be, because usually that's the situation. So um, sometimes that can push the man into a grind mode, and 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 sometimes in some cases I've seen where men have matured and gotten better, and you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
you know, turn something bad into something good. You know what I mean? Uh, unfortunately, the system had to be used to do that. I hate to see that happen to brothers, but I mean, it happens. But this article suggests something a little bit similar. Um, it's a Daily Mail. Uh, we'll post it on the site. So this, there was a study that was done by the Federal Reserve Bank of St. Louis in Missouri. It says having children can make people more productive at work. They sampled nearly 10,000 men and women, and men were found to be the least productive when they had one oh. child. And the most productive when they had more than one child. Mm. So that's very interesting. The effect was much more pronounced in women, with, child, with childless women being far and away the least productive. <laughs> God damn it, man. However, the effects didn't hold true when the children were still young. So that's a few stats for you. But um, <laughs> that's interesting because, you know, my brother asked me personally how I felt about it. And <clears throat> it was hard for me to answer because, one, I don't see myself ever being in a situation where I'm not prepared to take care of a child. That's number one. Number two, if I did have to put myself in that mind state, I would have to say, yeah, I will definitely work harder because I'm already a hard worker without children. So I can't imagine me stepping backwards with my motivation after reproducing a human baby child. Um, so that was my answer for that. <laughs> human baby. <laughs> human, human baby, baby. child. <laughs> but uh, I, I think that... Uh, I think the, the psychology of it, you know, you have this person that you know is depending on you. This is a part of you. It's going to push you. It's just going to push you, I think, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, the men portion is interesting. Well, yeah, I, I, I'm actually going to present some examples of that a little bit later. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, what would you do? So, <laughs> one of the, the, the probably the, the relevant point of my last little sidebar that, that we just finished having is um I was I was asked also well I wasn't really asked but <laughs> uh one shorty actually made it the point to say oh well you know well you you know it, it's okay for you to eat like that and you can do that because you know I can you know like I, I can tell you ain't got kids because the way you eat which to me was insulting mm, wow. that was insulting um well, like, you know, you, in other words, you had the time and money to, to do that shit because you ain't got kids, basically. That, that's what I heard. That, that, was, that was the interpretation that I got. Oh, you're from, just broke. Caught from her. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so, you don't value your life <laughs> or your child's life. I, I mean, well, <laughs> that, don't get me started because then it's like, okay, how much more? Okay, you, if, you get, if you get food stamps, you get food stamps for 200 a month. And so say it costs you $200 a month to feed yourself one person. Um, if you just, if you didn't buy all the junk, all the processed food and you switched to organic, it would cost you, if, if you were like swapping those foods out, it would cost you about, I would say about a hundred dollars more a month. And we've given you enough financial help on this show to where I, I don't want to hear that you don't have a hundred extra dollars a month to fucking change your life. I don't believe you. You're lying to, to yourself and to me if you if you don't think you can afford to eat healthy. And it's all about priorities. And, People don't prioritize. And you know? um, if, right. If so you prioritize what you put in your body, then you're gonna make the time to go to the market. Because when you're buying fresh produce like that, you can't do it once a month. You got to go every other week at least. Right. You know because right. the stuff's gonna go bad. You know. Exactly. So you just make so, time to take thirty minutes and go to the grocery store. So when so when my radar picked up her subliminal bullshit um message of of how I interpreted it. She didn't she didn't say it exactly like that, but she was like, Oh, you ain't you ain't got kids, do you? 
Like the fuck you mean? You know what I mean? But this was after she commented about what I was eating. I always feel like people have something and, really negative to say when right. you're eating healthy in their face and they're eating slop. Because people always like you eat straight weird. up in my face. Like you eat weird. You always eating something weird. My face. I've, I've been frustrated <laughs> about that for so long. Yo, I mean, I mean, join the club. And what I told her to her face is you're ugly. Basically, you stink. If <laughs> I, I would go harder at my fitness. I, you know, I, I like, I, I, cause I sometimes I slack if I don't have a fight coming up or something, or, you know, I'm kind of in, in limbo. I'm working overtime at, at, the, at the full, you know, in the office. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not like a hundred percent go hard on fitness, you know, at, like I could be, mm-hmm. and I would go way harder in fitness if I had a child. I think mm-hmm. I would go way harder because I can see just the kind of the influence I have on kids. It, when I'm hanging around them, like if you if a kid is hanging out with me, shorty, you ain't beating no McDonald's or Wendy's around me. Mm-mm. You know if, if if you ride with me and I'm and I'm feeding you, you ain't never gonna be eating that bullshit. We going to the park you, and we going run up them stairs you, you, and on trash. You're not gonna be eating chicken boxes from the corner store. Salt, pepper, ketchup. You know what I mean? Ain't nothing that gonna happen with me. You know, like Tone, he already like he like all, all the the different shit that he ain't used to seeing just hanging out with me. He'd be like laughing at me and shit. They're just just cause of how I am. Like he ain't used to hanging mm-hmm. out with someone like me. You right. know what I mean? People don't, people don't be used to that. So, I know at least in the fitness aspect, which I you know I know we're speaking about just success in general, but again, fitness is always a good parallel for career Ryan. career success. Right. It's always a, it's like the, the parallels are damn near identical. Mm-hmm. So it's it's still directly relatable. And I want to highlight a couple examples of people I know personally. Um, shouts to Cuzzo Mo because Cuzzo. Yes. Cousin Mo is always an inspiration, She's an inspiration. and and uh, always a, a like just a, a, a beacon of light at all times. She and is. she she actually said that she has been job independent, like in the, completely independent from working a job for the past thirteen years. If if I heard what she said correctly, which no matter what, <laughs> no matter what her startup, no matter where her startup money came from, her startup capital came from initially to to get started. Um, I don't, I'm trying to think if there's anyone else I know that can claim 13 years of independence like that. Mm-hmm. And With she, children. And, and she's a mother of three at that. Great mother too. And a, a wonderful mother. And it's like, she would be an example of what it means to, you know, have your kids propel you into sex and that, and that's into that success. And not be just out in a section eight, you know, with your garage and not doing shit with your life. Yeah, it, you know, she really... she's a she's a good beacon of light against that that concept and um and you know how, how you know your kids can help you out, um, you know just 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 as an example. And Great. I, I'm thinking about maybe like there may be one other person I know. I do know a guy that is like independent, like he you know he like does like he installs air conditioning or something. I don't know if he's been doing it for 13 years. But you know he's he does sustain himself completely on that. Um, but thirteen years is a is a good track record. You know I'm I'm sure there are people out there listening. I mean, maybe you know someone that you know. I'm, I'm, it's impressive to me. Thirteen years That's very of, of independence is like I, I I'm questioning it. if if I personally know anyone else like that. I don't know if I do. Then I look at my bro, and he has I think five kids. Um. I, I think there's a six on the way. Um, Are you serious? I think there's a six on the way. So, but I look at him. He is a lover. <laughs> he, he loves the ladies. He loves the ladies. 
yeah so um so shouts to my bro and i mean he's a brilliant father um i mean to, to the point of that article the vast majority of fathers i know are uh, black fathers i know are great to their kids and, shout out to black dads man. And, and and can't and can't stop talking about their kids and i mean they just they just love the hell out their kids and I know that this man, I mean, he, but he is boggled down and stressed as a result, like you said, because of child support. You know, that that's one of the things. Child support. I, and I mean, but it's, it's not even like literally, like there's, there's literal child support and then there's the, there's a child support checks. Because it's like, he's paying the child support checks and he's still like supporting the children with additional monies. Okay. He, he gave one of the, the BMs a, a whole house. An entire um, residence. He, he gave her a whole an, an entire house. Okay, and they're actually still cool. He's cool with her. Um, they they have like little disputes here and there, but for the most part, they're cool. And then, um, I mean, the one back in Buffalo that he, you know, the BM up there, that that child fortunately is grown now, so he doesn't have to deal with the consequences, uh, the financial consequences of that anymore. So I mean, you know, so that's over with for him. But for you know, she was she was a straight rat. Mm. So I mean, she she charged him all the ultimate funds, mm. <laughs> you know. Mm. And then like the you know from his last marriage, he um you know he he had to leave the uh, like two different apartments that they lived in, and then both times he continued to pay the rent after he left. Um, so he basically gave her a couple places. Funny sidebar story. Mm-hmm. So I I went to visit him in December, and the day of the visitation, he had just happened to finish a court dispute with the wife uh, for child support, which she was taking there for child support. And <laughs> that night, <laughs> she calls him, talking about help me move out of nowhere, though. My girl, bye. how you how you gonna take me to the court for child support? <laughs> Hold up. How you gonna take me to court for child support and then have me help you move as well? And then and then he's like, hell no, I got family inside my brother here. Tell him to come on through too. She was like, tell him to come help you. I was and I was like, yo, like that's that's that loving hip hop shit, man. That's that bad girls club shit, man. That's you know, it's like, come on, man, are you serious? Like, do you hear? Do you hear what you're saying? Do you understand the levity of that statement <laughs> and how ridiculous, girl? Uh. <laughs> And it's hilarious, man. It's fucking hilarious. Dang. And, um... That's crazy. <laughs> I, you know... And then... But then, like, I got on the phone. Like, she calls him. And I haven't spoke to him in a while. So, maybe she asked to speak to me. I don't know. He puts me on the phone with her. So, she, I start hearing the sob story about, like, you know... Yeah, you know, she, she had leukemia or something. She got she had some kind of sickness going on. Sickle so I, I forgot what it was. Something was going on with her. And, um... You know, I, I think I think that was kind of like just put in there real heavy, so you know I could feel bad, you know, for her and not you know look at us as as a thought <laughs> for taking to court for child support. But whatever, I mean that's you know that's cool. Anyway, so that See, that's just vindictive, and I, and I hate that the system is in favor of the woman sometimes. There are, but it's so tricky because it is guys out there that you gotta, you know what I mean. But yeah. but that's that's what I was talking about before, you know. Know who you having a fucking child with. Yeah. If you having a child with somebody, you know, don't don't try to force these dudes into these relationships. Because, they, you know, you're going to have to force them to pay for it. And then, I mean, that's just, a, that's just stupid. Right. Like, it's just dumb. It's just 
dumb be getting dumb be getting dumb. It, it just doesn't make any sense. If you're in a situation where you and the man is in love, y'all adore each other, you trust him, and you know that he's excited about you having a child and it's not a burden, then have a fucking child. And I guarantee you, if y'all break up, you won't have to force him to pay you. Right. You know what I mean? And in the women that is forcing the men that's good, like, brother, you know what I'm saying? That's just some spiteful, vengeful, bitter shit. Right. Because he don't want to mess with you, and you're mad. You know what I'm saying? And uh, all I can say about bro is, like... He, he, it, don't, it don't make sense for these brothers out here that had to pay, and then keep paying on top of that. You know what I'm saying? When they already supporting the kid. It's crazy. And uh, the point I'm making with bro is, like, he, he does seem... He... Like just in listening to him anyway, just in just in listening to him, or just just looking at his current situation, he does seem hindered from like uh, I guess very basic um, I guess uh, things that that you should have, you know, living as an as an adult. He does seem hindered, you know, from his basics because um, because of all that he's going through yeah. with those kids. Um, he does seem hindered. Um, at the same time, it's like. Would he be working as hard as he is if he didn't have to have those kids? Or if he didn't have to take care, if he didn't have to take care of those kids, how hard would he be working? According to that Missouri study, two two or more, you gonna grind out. The men grind out harder with two or more kids. Right. So. so he, I mean, because he is grinding hard, and the would, you know, grind. right. So it's like, how you know, would would he be making that kind of money and, and working that hard and that many hours? If, mm-hmm. if, if, if those kids weren't in the picture, probably, truth is probably not. Um, but it's, it's like, but ultimately what we're speaking about is success and success is kind of hard. It's, it's really difficult to gauge with him because he does, I would say for the most part, he seems more hindered and, uh, he's not as successful, um, in, in his situation, you know, especially so with the men, it could be harder to, to really reach that goal. If the finances that you would insert into being better in yourself or, you know, the money that you could you know, you have to give to all the... But then again, you could just wear a condom. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> then you, you could also you use could protection. Also use protection. So, I mean, you're doing it to yourself at the end of the day, you know. But, um... So, I can't even say it's unfortunate because people make the decisions to, to have these children. And then you have to support them. I mean, straight like that. If you have a, you have a child with a thought... <laughs> then you're but, gonna you're you, gonna be paying child support. Do you just pronounce both T's as now? Thought ass. <laughs> did you thought, see? Did thought, you see that? What Kevin Hart and uh, Will Ferrell? I didn't see that. It was like on set, and when Kevin Hart was calling, he like look like they was acting like it was a girl walking by. He's like, hey girl, what you, you, you being a thought? And then Will Ferrell was like, thought ass. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> but yeah, I ain't got nothing else on this. Do you? Uh, I I think I've I've exhausted most everything. So bottom line, everybody work harder with kids. <laughs> Men, you need more than one to work hard. <laughs> right, right. But it can it's possible, and people are doing it. Shout out to cousin Mo. Shout out to brother. Yo, yes, yes. Shout out to them because they they are grinding the hardest. The hardest, like you said, the hardest of grinds. Hey, since I always say introduce the segments, you want to introduce the segments? You no, know, now it's time for them segments. Some cool ass intros. This is the passion, the passion point and tracker segment, segment. This is the passion, the passion point and tracker segment, segment, segment. 
Damn, this is the passion. Points and Shaka Sigma Sigma Sigma. I know y'all enjoyed that intro. You know, it, it makes me dance all the time. It makes me do old R&B dances every time I hear it. So I know y'all enjoyed that. Y'all can go ahead, go play the real version, make a few babies. You know what I'm saying? Right, exactly. Or, or you maybe you did make a baby already just with that thirty seconds. Some, sometimes that's all a guy needs, yes, right? Sometimes. Sometimes it's just, ah, and that's it. That's it. Thirty seconds. Ah. Nope, it's not even ah. It's just ah ah. It is oop. ah ah. Bloop. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, <laughs> so starting like, okay, legitimately in order of how it's said in the song. Okay. Starting with, start- with the passion. Bring it in with your hand. Like passion. passion. Put your, spread your fingers, put them yeah. up, ball your fists, and bring it down. Right. There you go. That's how you express it's like passion. The, it's also like, yes. Yes. Like Macaulay Culkin. And hold it tight and shake it. Like, and ah. shake it with power and authority. Authority. So, um, boxing as fitness. And um, also, just athletic performance in general and ha- as it pertains to fitness goals. So, what a lot of people do, you know, even even though they may not necessarily want to compete on a serious level for a sport, signing up for an event like a 5K or a mud run or joining a, a boxing club or a boxing gym a kickboxing gym, an MMA club, these types of things like will easily get you in shape, you know, as opposed to the conventional just kind of like sign up for the gym membership. Mm-hmm. You're working your whole body. I mean, they're, they're, I'm, I'm going to get into why they're better workouts. But yeah, actually, let's, let's just get right into that. So, I mean, really, the, the first point I was making is when, when you sign up for something like that and you set a goal like that, that that's going to hold you more accountable to your fitness goal as opposed to like just going to like a regular gym membership and signing up for it and, like, and just hoping that you're going to go. So that's the first point I wanted to make. Now also, boxing and kickboxing, like they're just, it, it's, it's, it's already circuit training. You're engaging every part of your body. You're engaging all your energy systems. Your, um, we went, we went through this before, ATP, uh, hypertrophy and uh, muscular endurance you're you're engaging all three of those energy systems when you do something um like um like boxing or kickboxing you're engaging everything all the muscle groups and all the energy systems all the time um i'm I'm going to retract what i just said about the hypertrophy though um hypertrophy not so much you you when you when you do the endurance training you are engaging yourself in, in overloading um, in the overloading feature, and and that can stimulate growth. Um, What's the overloading feature mean? So, um, something that um, I just revisited with CT Fletcher is he confirmed something that I, I figured out intuitively. Something that I don't really care too much about because I'm not a bodybuilder, but he, you know, he he is, and and you know, he's a bodybuilder. He's he's more of a weightlifter type of guy. So, he spoke about the two ways that I I knew you could grow. One is like the traditional hypertrophy range of 8 to 12 reps with a certain rate where you can do only those numbers. And also just doing so many reps that you max out all the time. And you and it's, it still presents the same effect. You know, you're, you're getting still like an overload volume of blood to your muscles and you're, you're, you're still stimulating growth that way as well. Um, I, I've experienced that personally 
back when I was doing like 150 tricep dips a night. And, um, you know, that, that's how I got my horseshoes, my, my, um, my triceps. So, um, anyway, so, um, to, but anyway, not, not so much the hypertrophy because, and especially, you know, for a lot of you, a lot, you know, Losers. not, not <laughs> that's, that's not what I meant, I know. but most people's, most people's fitness goals are fat loss. That's what I'm trying to say. So for most of you out there who have a fat loss fitness goal, the, the, the boxing and kickboxing is, is going to be like the perfect workout to engage all of your energy systems and um, to engage all your muscle groups. Two different concepts. I just want to put emphasis on those two. Okay. And uh, it's, I mean, they're, they're perfect workouts. I mean, you just can't go wrong with them because you're, you're going from, you know, it's always something different. Every day you go to the gym, it's always something different. It's, it's, it's constant new stimuli. And, um, and that's, those are all the things that you need to um to have a successful fat loss regimen and for it to be consistent and um you know you don't plateau mm. so um right so i mean that would be my you know that when i do my sessions if you if you train with me that's always going to be implemented i'm going to have you hitting pads and and you know and it's it's you know i'm going to blend it in with like you know traditional exercise that you can do outside Good. um so um Definitely do them rocky. So if, if you know you 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 can you can go to you know a, a gym, a boxing gym or MMA gym or, or kickboxing gym usually for about between sixty and one hundred fifty dollars a month. It is more expensive. Um, training with me personally, you know, right now I'm still in the office grind. I have very limited time to train people personally, and and unless you can meet me at Trashmore during certain times of day and week, just inbox me, and I'm I'm happy to work with you. Um, but um, it's it's just you know it's it's I have very limited time slots and you gotta you gotta be on board and for you that. You gotta be serious. And you gotta be right because I, I heard some. Bluff, you gotta make a deposit. Heard some bluffing ass chick talking about yes, it's hard to find faithful trainers. Like nah, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. It's, dedicated trainers. It's harder to find dedicated clients. Like you're, I ain't trying to hit like the. She, she and she was full of shit, and she bluffed me out. And her name was Felicia, and we told her about. She her her name. She did have a ghetto name as well. <laughs> it was a sh in there. It it, it was a ra, mm. right? Mm. And and she kind of looked like Hood in the face too. Ra could be anything. It could be Deborah. Could be Sarah. Could be. Yeah, but this it, it was another ra. Okay. It could have been Tierra. It wasn't Tierra, but it could have been Tierra. I mean, you when you see Tierra, you know that's a. That's someone from the projects. Father. <laughs> you know, projects. In the projects. That's not true either about Tierra. T- t- uh, I know some very sophisticated Tierras. Uh, uh, Boys, you done with your passion. Cool, uh, <laughs> bang. Uh, go ahead. All right, go ahead, sis. So my passion is always to get more done and to utilize my time to its fullest potential and there are a few tips that i learned uh, order seven tips that i got from this podcast that i listened to the savvy psychologist shout out to that but it's seven ways to increase your productivity if you're feeling overwhelmed which i often very nice very nice and uh i learned a lot one of the things that it did teach me is um you know, sometimes, because I make lists, you know, mm-hmm. I have this, a lot of lists. And I found this app that I put on my Chromebook called Wonderlist with a U. And I put all my little pad, notepads 
into one thing. So now when I make one, I'm going to come and transfer it to that. That way I can cross them off and do one thing at a time. And that's something this talks about. But one point that she mentioned in the beginning of the show was that she has, uh, you know, when we look at these lists, mm-hmm. and this happens to me, and that's why I was like, this is, this is going to be good for me. When I look at a list, and I, I get home, I'm, ra- I'm making a list at work throughout my work day in the morning. So when I do get home, I can start expediting some of them. And oftentimes when I, you know, I'm all motivated at work. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get this done today. And then when I get home and I look at the list and my mind starts moving, I feel overwhelmed and I just blank out. And I'll just freeze and I'll just go like, I'll just frantically search Facebook and Instagram for nothing. We all can be late. Yeah. So these, I've tried these and they have already began to work. Um, The first one is ground yourself. And basically what that means is it's the five, four, three, two, one method that she teaches. And it's using all your five senses. Mm -hmm. So the first thing Mm. is five. It says, um, so look around and name five things that you see. And then listen and name four things that you can hear. Next, uh, near t- three things that you can touch, like a warm mug of coffee and or you know how you f- your feet and your shoes. Next, smell two, breathe in two different smells, and then finally name something that you can taste. So with this, and what it did do, it did like refocus me. You know what mm. I mean? I tried it while I was listening to it, and um, it interrupts it interrupts your overwhelm. The need it inter it interrupts the overwhelm and grounds you in your senses and the present moment and keeping track of the counting and working your way through your senses interrupts spinning thoughts so it's a mini moment of mindfulness to pull you out of the fray that's mm-hmm. what she says um that's that was great and it's, when I heard that tip I'm like okay because you know everybody says real generic things you know you just right. prioritize just a, but nothing that give you something that's that's of substance that you can really use to right. really Get your brain, you know, to move around. Yeah, that, so. that, that, that's that's what frustrates because people say like something like be more confident, right? Or, like, or prioritize, like be 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 more uh be more of a go getter. Like just just be right. just, just just do be. it. Just, just do it. Just do it. Yeah. And then they don't talk about how to like rewire, how to get to that point. how to how to rewire your brain. Exactly. So that's good. Yeah. Uh, clean up your immediate surroundings. So that's saying um you know move stack newspapers, move dirty dishes, wipe away disgusting. That's the result. Gives you a sense of a sense of accomplishment and um, allows you to focus on a task at hand and not focus on your clutter. Mm-hmm. Um, prioritize. Stick to things that need to get done. Cut, cut out everything that should be done. Now, this is an interesting prioritize because not only is it saying prioritize, but it's saying it goes and explaining how you know the word should. It it can it can. She mentions shapeshifter. Because, you know, mm. what you should do can be ever-changing. You know what I'm saying? Right. So focus on what absolutely has to get done first. And then prioritize your shoulds as you feel the need to day-to-day, I guess. Mm. So that was three. Um, or was that four? <laughs> three or was that four? I'll tell you, this site has a hella, hella pop-ups. Pop- pop-ups, right. And that's something we don't need right now. <laughs> Look at that. Who, 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 who was that? Who was, who was Sephora? Who was black, black lady. Stop accidentally multitasking. And this is something that's going to spill over into my um, shocker. Shocker, shocker, shocker segment. Because a lot of people think you can multitask. Uh, multitasking is not something that a human mind can 
successfully expedite. Um, I actually read a book about it. And it was very interesting because the guy went to this job and he um, was trying to help this CEO, the boss of the job, uh, save time and get things done better, get more organized, I Mm -hmm. guess. And he demonstrated her with this example. I'll find the book maybe. I don't know if I feel like it. But (laughs) he gave her a really, it was a really compelling argument on, you know, how her day goes and how, you know, she can save time because she's multitasking. Like, she keeps getting interrupted. One of the examples was, you know, she has this open door policy. So instead of having an open door policy, people keep coming and you keep having to deal with people. A lot of time of day where people can come in and, and talk to you mm-hmm. and then deal with that that way. So this this talks about stop multitasking. Because the reason why our brains can't successfully multitask from the research that I've done aside from this article is that we can only successfully think about one thing at a time. You know, and when you attempt to not do that, you're not you're not getting this done the best way that you can get it done. You know what I mean? So really, you're wasting your time because you might half-ass do it. And because you're trying to do everything else along with it, and then you're going to have to come back and revisit it anyway. Right. You know, so anyway, so stop accidentally multitasking. This is tip number four. Our brains aren't designed to do two or three tasks at once. Real here, real big, right here, mm-hmm. she's saying. Real, real big, doing it real big. Right. <laughs> Uh, trying to work from home, keep an eye on the kids, blah, blah, blah. This works as well. Uh, when you're feeling less frantic, you can go back to Googling baseball scores <laughs> at stoplights. <laughs> but just basically single task. Do one thing at a time. And that's something Tyler Perry said, too. Yeah. That's something that he mentioned. That's, some, that's something that, because I know the company I work for at the office, they're a Fortune 500 company, and they're on the, the cutting edge of psychology and marketing. So um, something the trainer spoke about was task switching. Don't don't try to multitask. You task switch. So like that's that's what they called it in mm-hmm. training. Yeah, and that's something that's something yeah. that they called it in that other book I read mm-hmm. too. Um, next, the tiny steps. So she's saying only thing, you know, instead of thinking of having your brain focus on everything at once, just think about the next step mm-hmm. of your day. You know, like click the mouse. Open the folder. Just, right. just think about the next step right. that you're going to do. Steps, the yeah, steps, the steps, the steps. Yeah, the little, st- little, little mini, you know, don't, don't think about the, the big, what you're trying to get right. to. Right, just take it step by step. You know, that, and once you focus on... Turn those, the computer on. Yeah, turn the computer on. <laughs> you know, open Google. Like, you know what I'm saying? Think, think about it like that. Um, so then it says, bonus, close your door, stick in your earbuds, or wear your Bluetooth so no one suspects and narrates your way through tiny tasks. Saying it loud keeps you on your track helps motivate you, and it's totally normal. <laughs> and also. Uh, six, follow your impulses. We're working on something aversive. It's easy to get distracted by the tiniest little thing. You have a song stuck in your head, bop, 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 bop. Instead of following every little impulse, which can pull you into a vortex of procrastination, keep a sticky note next to you and make a note, and note, and make note of your impulses as you have them. So if you have these, you know, and, and that's what I basically do at work. I, every little, when I'm listening to podcast, that's what this is. Like right here, you know, all my little quotes and stuff and questions that I might want to look up and research. And that's one of the lists I made on the wonder list. Like just things to look into, like things to look up, you know what I mean? So I can, when I do have time, I'll, I'll, I'll allot time just to go back and look these articles up to see what I wanted to get from them to begin with. So they, they're not right. forgotten about. Um so if you're feeling extra confident, rather than writing it down, just think it. sometimes just acknowledging the impulse is enough to make it go away. 
So the point is to release these impulses. Don't harbor them because, mm. you know, you could store something else in their place. I, that's, I guess, the point of that. Uh, 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 I rethink, nice, nice, mm-hmm, yeah. rethink your to-do list. Keeping a to-do list um, and not a pocket cram full of sticky notes like me is the most important lesson. Um, looking at a long list of to-dos can make you feel like a victim of Darth Vader chokehold. <laughs> <laughs> okay, for one, chunk like what's like. Put all your phone calls together, and that's what I was just saying. This is to help me do that. Put your phone calls together or all your online tasks together. A chunking makes a list more cohesive and more efficient, by, and by extension, less overwhelming. Uh, write your list out in accordance with your schedule. Plan big projects for the morning when you have the most energy and focus, and schedule brainless tasks for the 3 p.m. slump. If you're feeling advanced, the last point of my passion here, try the Eisenhower Matrix, which sounds like our 34th president, blah, 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 blah. Actually, a method of organizing tasks based on importance and urgency. Explaining it in detail is beyond the scope of this one tip. So go ahead and Google it. Boom. That's the end. So those are the seven tips. Again, um, this is quickanddirtytips.com, Savvy Psychologist. I will be sending brother this link. You gotta send me that, and so, uh, but the first thing you spoke about too, I forgot the damn topic. But the first article that you were looking at with the with the women working, what yeah yeah the the working parents, right? working parents, yeah the statistics, Pre- right? Appreciate that, sis. Got you. Um, good looking. No, I got you. So, um, but yeah, that's my passion in a nutshell. So sweet. And now for the electricity. So, I, I've been I've been rethinking it too. I've been re- rethinking of how I'm going to approach my discussion of this because I think in general it's surprising to me. <laughs> in general, just in general, not not just with, with poor little sis, but in in general, it's a, it's, a, it's shocking to me if if I can break down my logic of explaining something to someone, and perhaps I'm not as good of a communicator. When I'm breaking things down as I think I am, I, I I don't know what it is, but it's really it's always surprising to me if I can break down the plan or logic out to someone and they still question it. Mm. That's mm. terrible. I, I, I don't I don't know I don't know to make it that. That, that another time. Put a pin in that. So spe- we'll circle back spe- specifically, little sis, and I, I've already had this conversation with her yesterday, so I, I don't mind putting it out there, but. It like it it shouldn't surprise me because yo who that <laughs> anyway it shouldn't surprise me because um she you know I've I've been dealing with her doing this kind of thing for a while but we had three instances yesterday where we're trying to put together you know like we're we're about to go out and get things done mm-hmm. so we're putting together a plan an order of, of operation for them okay so. Good idea. Right. So ultimately, like, I'll I'll have accommodations already, like, prepared for whatever, you know, other people need done. So, i.e., we're going to get groceries and we're we're doing other things while we're out. Okay, well, her concern is where am I going to put my groceries in the meantime, you know, while we're out and about. Valid fucking point. Of course, you want to keep your groceries, your your, your produce, your fresh things cool and, and cold. I understand. So I'm like, look, well, one of the places we happen to be going happens to be, you know, a very good friend of mine, very, very close friend of mine that, you know, that I came up with that I trust. You can just put your stuff in this fridge. It's not a big deal. 
She's like, well, he's estranged from me, so I don't want to sound with my... Like, it's, it's always, like, some random, like, unreasonable monkey wrench that, that she presents. She's just difficult. That, that she... that Like, it's, it's like, okay, like, you're not... Now you're not being rational. Like, I, I, right. I, gave, I gave you a solution. Now you just, you, just, you, just, you just have to have your way now. You know, and... Um, Do you want me to buy your refrigerator? <laughs> is that what you're doing? Right. Is lock on it? What is your end game? Like <laughs> Your end game is that you want me to buy that mini fridge for you. Right. Just, just, like, just, just, just tell me you want your big boy to buy you a fridge. Right. Just, just, just say that. That's all you got to say. And I'll say no, and then you'll be mad, and you'll get over it. That's how that's going to go. Another example. So, I, I just got a, a, the freshest ball in this office chair from... Uh, <gasps> For my man Chris. I was just talking about an office chair. And he has another one he wants to get me. So. Can I have that one? Shut. Oh my. You. You. Me too. Negroes. All right. I just was saying I, about my well, back. I, I'll. I'll <laughs> your, you said your back. Why do you need two office chairs? Yeah, I'm preparing to furnish a new place. <laughs> Why do you I, need two office chairs in a new place? You only one butt. I, I don't. First of all, I because I don't have any chairs. I don't own any chairs. But office chairs. And you're missing okay. the point. You're missing the point. We'll, we'll, right. we'll, this is not for the show right Sorry. now. Sorry, guys. I'll, I'll, we'll, we, we can do a, a behind the scenes for that. I don't care. Let me get to my point. So I just got a stool at my desk. The, <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and she has a starving children uh, sadness right now. In the <laughs> you know what? Shouts to uh, the people who... Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> Shouts to people who don't believe me when I say I got kids to feed, especially in the office. Cause, I'm a Because I'm, I'm like one of the like the top performers now. So okay, top performers. It's, it's like, so what? So this like you know cause to me it's not a big deal. It's like look, you know what I mean. I, I got I'm things, just doing I, my job. I got real I, humble. I got things to get. You know what I mean? It's like I ain't in here playing around just because y'all don't want to like go after it. You know what I mean? That's I ain't right. trying to hit that bullshit. That's right. So it's like I'd be like, well, I got kids to feed. I say that like I got, I got kids to feed. Yes. And shouts to people who don't believe me. You ain't got kids on your desk. You ain't got no kids on your desk. Cause fuck y'all. Oh, excuse me. You, you don't know how many. I don't Saint- want y'all seeing my beautiful children. <laughs> you, you don't know how many Saint Jude accounts I got. Right. You don't even know. I got mad Saint Jude's accounts. I you got you kids don't even, in Africa. I got. I got more. I got postcard got more, kids. More kids than you. I buy. I buy Toms that give kids shoes. <laughs> all that. All that's <laughs> happening. You have no idea. Like don't. You know what I mean? Don't just be making assumptions right. just because you don't see them on my desk. Anyway, oh, that's that's a sidebar. So sidebar. the office chair is bigger. Than the the doorway or the hallway that goes upstairs. That's how big the chair is. So yeah, that's a, a thin. That's a narrow door. Right. Narrow, mm-hmm. It's difficult to get furniture up there. Yeah, it is. So and so it's like it. it so she wants it temporarily until she gets her own. Girl. Which is which is okay. <laughs> but when I when I looked at the like I said yes at first, but when I looked at the chair, I, I changed my mind. I was like, that's gonna be difficult. Either the walls are gonna get fucked up or the chair is gonna break. Right. Okay, so I don't want to do Logic. it. Take, take, right. So make things easy for once in your life. Make things easier for everyone and for once in your fucking life. <laughs> for once in your life, make life easier for all parties and take my director's chair. I have a director's chair in my room that folds in all directions. You can easily carry it anywhere. Also offering a solution though. Right. You're not just saying no. And like, well, you're offering a solution. Well, I want to be comfortable. I'm like, yo, it's a fucking director's chair. What's more comfortable than a director's chair? A pillow. Give her a pillow. And you could also take some raggedy ass pillows and put them under your butt. Girl. <laughs> Girl. Girl. So it's, it's, it's so it's like, but I mean, but she will continually like in in this debate, she is continually coming back, and then like, and then she's literally like a big kid. So it's like you know how like it's like you know you tell a baby like. 
oh, well, you know, I mean, we, we, we ran out of, like, you know, uh, Nutri-Grain bars. And then the baby's like, well, why, daddy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that's, that's, you know, it's, it's like, it makes sense when the baby does because they, they, they don't really understand the world. And she doesn't understand the explanation that was just presented to her. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, well, I, 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 I changed my mind about the chair. I've already explained everything. We already had the conversation debate earlier. Mm-hmm. And then she, and then she's on the phone. She's like, why? She calls me about this shit while I'm out with Tone. Are you serious? Right. You know what I mean? And I, and I knew that's what it was going to be about. And I'm like, yo, you know I'm coming I'm coming right back, yo. You knew I wasn't going to be, you know what I mean? What the fuck you calling me for? You mad. Don't be you know what I mean? to these people. These <laughs> new people. You people. Racist. That's a shocker. You, but you know what? You, I'm you glad it's you and not me. Let's <laughs> deal with it. Got to put my put my Bella Nanic voice on when I say you people, you people, you people. All right, so that that's it. What you got for your shock, sis? <laughs> uh, it's not shocking to me. <laughs> <laughs> she she's not surprised. I'm not shocked. Sis sis is not surprised at all. I told him I, I said keep on I, living. You gonna can, see how she I is. can, but I'm continually surprised by this because I'm I'm in the moment and I'm actually like I'm jaw dropped, flabbergasted. I'm looking at I'm, I'm like I'm looking at her sideways with big with wide gap eyes like. You're serious, like <laughs> serious. It's like, yeah. If it, for those of you who watch anime, you see you see that look in anime a lot. Looking at you like perplexed, okay. <laughs> AF, perplexed, AF. <laughs> um. So my shocker. Yeah, shocker. I learned this week that um us as human beings can be hacked, and are you hackable? question that you need to ask yourself hmm. uh the first thing the first test is the little thing that's less than six inches away from you right now probably and that's your smartphone your smartphone has hacked you intact us all <laughs> you know every everything <laughs> there's, there's no hope for humanity there's now. no hope for humanity we <laughs> are we have become transhumans already a portion of us i mean most of us i mean all of us so wow <laughs> What the concept suggests is that, you know, us going on Facebook and having these impulses and having this information at our fingertips to be able to research any idea or notion that pops into our head, that's not the immediate problem. But once we go to look at stuff, there's other things that come in our face. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We were constantly being marketed to, um, you know, so that's a part of it. So. That also can lead to my next part, part, part of the shocker. Party, 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 party animals. <laughs> you party animals. Uh, decision fatigue. I didn't know that was a thing. Have mm. you ever heard of decision fatigue? I haven't heard that terminology before. So defined, it refers to the deteriorating quality of decisions made by an individual after a long session of decision making. It is now understood as one of the irrational, one of the causes of irrational trade offs in decision making. So, basically, what decision fatigue is, you know, and how you can prevent it. it it's exactly what it sounds like. Your mm. your brain is tired of making decisions. And your brain gets tired of making decisions because you put yourself in a situation to make too many decisions. Mm. So, how do you fix that? Well, one way you can fix it, like, for example, you have to eat every day. Mm-hmm. Right? And you already do this. So, instead of... Wasting time making a decision or utilizing space in your brain to every day, three times a day, decide what you're going to eat. Plan your meals. Buy food again in the week. Plan your meals. So that's something that's gone. You don't have to take the time and effort and energy into figuring out what you're going to eat. Right. Because it's already, you've already made that decision 
for the entire week at one given time. So that's a, a good example. And, and there, you know, so that's the concept. That's the example. That's my shocker that you, for one, were being hacked. And I, I never knew that. So, I mean, you can look up the concepts um, and uh, learn more about it being hackable. I think there's a book out there about it. And you can also look up decision fatigue. It's, a, it's on Wikipedia. So, you know, you go to the, you go to the old Navy and you got to wait in that line where there's a thousand unnecessary useless items that you're thinking about buying (laughs) like glow sticks or bubble big league bubble gum from the 80s like you know that exhausts me every time because i'm like do i really do i want any of this maybe i don't know and then you gotta you have a whole entire seven to ten minutes to make the decision depending on which old navy you go to and how big the line is but you know so so things like that so that's all for me. Um, I was just going to, just because just this picture just, like, shocked me. Not really shocked me, but it was just, it's, a funny, it's, it's a funny looking picture to me. Wow. Um, she's so big. Right. See, see her head, though? Like that's her. Long. Is that a man? Yeah, I, that, that is, right. That, that's kind of like what I'm getting at. She looks like a Titan, man. I'm thinking about the, like, the show Attack on Titans. Well, like, is the other girl real, real small? Man, look, at, look, look at the size of her head. Anyway, hmm. this girl is huge. She looks like a titan. Watch, watch the show Attack on Titan so you can know what I'm referring to. And then you'll see people getting eaten by people that look like her. Anyway, um, we, we don't know what, you, what else you got. Only little point I wanted to make, I'm reading off of, uh, Wikipedia about it now. It says, there is a paradox in that people who lack choices seem to want them and often will fight for them. Yet, at the same time, people find that making many choices can be psychologically aversive hmm. and it says notably major politicians and businessmen such as Obama, Steve Jobs Jarbs Jarbs and Mark Zuckerberg have been known to reduce their everyday clothing down to one or two outfits in order to limit the number of decisions they make in a day so look, Obama does it so th- I mean th- things like that so if, if you can reduce your everyday things to sectioning them off one day a week. And I try to do that with my outfits, at least my bottoms, because I have more tops than I have bottoms. So typically, you know, I get that ready at night. And sometimes I do a whole week in advance. I used to see my, my grandmother used to do that. And I used to be like, that seemed dumb. <laughs> but, you know, she was low-key a genius the whole time, didn't even know it. But, yeah, things like that. So those are two examples. If there are decisions that you make every day, you know, just be better at planning your life out. Because uh, planning your life out will leave your give your brain. Because this this is you know treat your brain as a computer. It's a computer mm. that you program, yeah. uh, and so just program it better. I just wanted to harp on and, that. And I think right now specifically what you're speaking about is RAM and cash, RAM like the, the, the short inter- and like, cash. like the intermediate space that you need for your brain to work faster. Oh my goodness, that's something else. Um, Raz filter passion. Hold up, that's that was supposed to be my passion. Hold on, let me look that up. Real quick. Oh my goodness! Because I think that has something to do with it. I think we have a RAS filter. Yeah, reticular activating system. While you're looking at that, I just want to say I just pulled up another picture of a hot bun or like a bun or something that's being baked in someone's car window. Kind of smart, right? I don't know. I think they're just trifling and left it there. I did, and that, that. I mean, but why would they put it right on top of the dashboard though? Like, because <laughs> look, they got all right. Imagine you get you just went through the drive through. Yeah. You got uh, Popeye's chicken and biscuits, right? Mm-hmm. 
They put the biscuit on top. You take the biscuit out. Boom. Dashboard. You just want the chicken. Boom. 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 You finish eating. You rushing. You gotta go somewhere. You just throw the box on the side. I bet you there's a box of chicken bones on the seat right here. <laughs> I, I mean, it's it's there's a good breakdown that you just presented. Except I've never or have never seen anyone either put food on their dashboard. I've Some never seen it. Trifling ass people out here. Trifling ass people. Trifling, trifling, trifling ass people. It's kind of like, kind of like snitch bitch. Okay, the re- <laughs> reticular activating system is a portal through which nearly all information enters the brains. Uh, smells are the exception. They go directly to your brain's emotional area. The RAS filters um, the incoming information and affects what you pay attention to, how aroused you are, and what is not going to get access to all three pounds of your brain. The RAS responds to your name, anything that threatens your survival, and information that you need immediately. For instance, if you're looking for a computer file that you're sure you placed on your desk, your RAS alerts your brain to search for the name of that file. Boom. It responds to novelty. So, yeah. Sweet. Take care of your personal issues. Read over your long-term goals. Read or create your short-term goals. Right. Always have a goal. You know, always have a goal. Always have a plan. These are things that will protect your RAS. And it is like a RAM, I guess, in some aspects. But yeah, that's all I got. So, shout out to Legacy. We didn't shout them on the beginning. Shout out to Legacy oh, Internet course. Radio. Uh, Legacy Media. Find us on SoundCloud. Uh, find us on AbsolutelyAlphas.com. Make sure you send us those sitcom segment suggestions. Thank you for your support. Check us out on iTunes, Google Play, Libsyn. Uh, Alphas Explained. Absolutely Alphas. Instagram and Facebook and uh, we appreciate you and we hope you enjoy the show and also you can email us whenever you like absolutelyalphas at gmail.com any questions, concerns, you know we're looking for you guys to give us some feedback and we'll shout you out so thanks for tuning in. Thank you. Peace. Peace.